Welcome to the Fatty Z Muskie Podcast. I'm Andy. Joined to my right, sitting in front of Ranger, is Vance. Hi, I'm Vance. He- I'm here back in studio. That's right. And we have Todd on the phone. Hi, Todd. I am here. I was in studio earlier, but nobody was there. For about four hours? You missed the yeah, memo. Three, three hours, yeah. I've come home and assembled more baits, ate dinner, cooked dinner. Yeah. Did you eat dinner, then cook dinner, or did you? I cooked it first. Okay. Pork chops, sauerkraut, pierogies. I was going to guess chili. No, not chili. You went, we went, you went New free. Year's. We do that once a week, venison free. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Right. Pork chops. Oh, you don't eat venison once a week. You once eat a week, yeah. Six, six days. Well, we probably do chicken one night, and we probably eat it five nights. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, it's good to know your diet and your schedule. Yeah. <laughs> I should start putting pictures on Facebook of my meals. You know, I see people do that. Well, that was supposed to be on the deal wheel, was uh, (laughs) one of Todd's famous chili recipes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The deal wheel. (laughs) I got lots of recipes for venison. It it should be like that deal wheel. I'm sure everyone has seen it by now where, like, someone has, like, you know, whatever, the work wheel or whatever like that, and it's just, like, go fishing and like at six o'clock position and then work all the way oh, around yeah. and it, but it's like a nail <laughs> on gravity yeah and he's it always <laughs> i'm planning on treating chili. you guys you know we 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 had uh uh was it mike richardson that used to bring us some treats yeah uh matt was his yep. name yeah. matt mm-hmm. mike mark mark matt uh, yeah there's three richardsons that i know but yeah we haven't seen him much lately so i'm planning on uh I'm, I'm going to make some uh, salmon dip for the show with some crackers and, of course, deer stick and some jerky. I don't tell everybody I make jerky, but I got I got some made for us. So. All right. We won't starve. Oh, that's great. No, I, I, I'm a little Andy salmon dip, something you would try with crackers. Well, I guess what's in this salmon dip? It's got to be cream what? cheese. What is it? it it's some mayonnaise and some... Uh, little cream cheese in there. I mean, is there salmon, like actual salmon? Yeah, like yeah smoked, salmon that I... Smoked salmon. I mean, I'd, I'd probably try it. I'm not... Don't expect me to pull a plate up and... Yeah, well... Yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm not anti-salmon, don't get me. But if yeah. you're like, oh, it's filled with garlic, cloves, and onions... It's filled with no. uh, cream soda. Cream soda. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it's just... It's it's yeah. a stuffed peppered cabbage thing. <laughs> so I can't... I, I canned some last year when we got all those fish... And uh, pressure cooked it, so it's like getting salmon out of a can. And then I cheat because I use a little bit of liquid smoke in there to give it a smoke taste. But it's 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 really good, it's a good dip. Yeah, I mean, I'll I'll try it. I mean, okay, not available to I'm the not public. Gonna, I mean, I, the other thing that's like I think of is if it's not refrigerated, like cream cheese, mayonnaise, and <laughs> salmon, <laughs> like things that you know oh, sitting on the dash of your car just oh, begs be for poisoning. Yeah. Packed in a cooler on ice. Your, your stomach will handle it. <laughs> I can't sit not after three days, Andy. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I'm not that I, horribly I picky of an eater. I just like to eat safe. That's all. <laughs> in, the, in the truck right now. It's ready to go. <laughs> and are you... Please, uh, is it on bring, the defrost? I was going to say, bring that. Make sure it sits out like 
starting tonight after the show. Just a sure little bit stuff. of smell. I just want and a hint you, of pungent. You, you want to get the, head over to East that. Palestine and get us some waters for the show. <laughs> you, 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 you want the uh, the cream cheese to ferment a bit. You know, <laughs> that's what gives good. Yeah, the, the, the aroma to where <laughs> where everybody will be at the at our booth because it smells so good. <laughs> If anyone's familiar with the office, I can see Todd walking in and pulling a Kevin. Oh yeah, dropping the chi- dropping the chili. <laughs> well, that you know that New York show that JoJo guy who makes a chili. Yeah, I mean, it was it was good, but it was you had in- a bite incredibly hot, and I had a bite that you had a bite, yeah, that crushed me. I mean, like put me stop me for like about ten minutes straight. Okay, so it can't be it can't be it can't be that hot. You had to take a walk, yeah. But oh, you were about done with the bowl. It was it was good. Yeah, there's just there, so so many peppers in there, and there was some hot stuff. Yeah. Perfectly. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not a pickled pepper fan. But, <laughs> pickled pepper. Well, that Peter Piper did all that stuff. You're, this is true. Peter Piper. Okay. <laughs> okay, so what's uh, Fat AZ? Have you been doing anything, or are you just no? Doing... I've I've literally just been sitting back and waiting. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. Nothing has gone accomplished any time <laughs> recently. Um, I like right now. Vance. Vance came over, so um, I got out here about ten minutes before he got here, and I started looking and trying to make sense of what baits where are where and where do they go. Mm-hmm. So I've got basically four piles going, and not not like in the literal sense of like you know a pile of sand, but. Kind of, but not, but not quite. So I got these enormous totes from Home Depot and that's where like, as bait colors get completed for team Rhino and musky tackle, they, they get bagged and put there and scratched off the list. So I'm like, what is that? I I was digging through those and mixing them up. Did you have those counted? (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't say counted. They are going to get recounted. So it's not that bad. But um, I know where you're going with that. That was a joke. I dumped the one in the other bin because I needed an extra bin. Well, I, okay. I was hoping you're saying you just needed a hook and a split ring. So you <laughs> stole one. So, um, but anyway, so I started like, okay, we're let's just start making room and start bagging up and putting stuff where they need to go. And and then so those are two piles: uh, musky tackle and team rhino. And then there's another pile that's take to Pittsburgh which is in a couple days. And there's another pile that's like keep here for inventory, but inventory is just used loosely because they're going to probably go to O'Donnell's or Hogan's hut. And then we once you had in inventory in like six years, no, we, yeah, it, it's been bad, yeah. but th- there might be something left over. And I guess let's, let's add another pile there. It is, it is crazy how many, stingers that that has caught on hard i'm gonna say it started catching on last year but just this fall and winter the demand for stingers is i'm gonna say in terms of requests just blowing away any raptors like all of them yes and um so i'm trying to be halfway choosy on what's going what's not going which pretty much everything is going but yeah, there were some other orders that I had to fill that were waiting on baits that Todd brought up. And so I've got a pile right there that's going. That pile is in that box, Vance. Um, okay. 
So if you're wondering about this other pile, there's like 17 stingers in that box. I found a pile of my own stuff. <laughs> when I just moved a toad out of the way and I was like, what's this? <laughs> okay. So I had a... I thought I had miscounted. So we're kind of jumping all over the place. So at I at the beginning of paint painting season, I like to try to make uh, uh, don't think that I do this every year. It's I every year I get better at this, but the last few years I found if I make a spreadsheet of like what I need to paint bare minimum of each bait type and color. So it's just a basic, you know, column and rows of what I need. And I'm like, man, I, I'm sitting here doing this Team Rhino, and I'm like, I'm missing three of these. I'm like, how did I, how did I mess this up? You know, and I'm, you know, looking around and and just, okay, whatever. So the last go around to paint this past weekend, I painted these three extra baits that I, you know, thought that I had. Long story short, they're finished. They're waiting for tails, and I was going to put them in there in advance. Just happened to move a lid of a tote, and he's like, what are these doing down here? Um, and I'm looking, I'm like, and, and now my brain's like going through every pile, everything were these for someone else. And I'm just like, I didn't even know they were here. And guess what? There were the three baits that I needed. Yeah. I was, la- I was laughing too. Cause I was like, your face looked horrifying. Like everything hit you at once. Well, okay. So aside from a whole bunch of other stuff that's going on in like day to day work stuff and, um, Vance and Todd kind of know what's going on, and it's even more frustrating. Uh, not not musky or bait related. It's just I saw that, and I'm like, okay, where did I mess up? Other than just like they probably were came back from New York, they were sitting somewhere, something got bumped or moved, they happened to slide down, not noticing. And then, you know, stuff just gets moved and kicked around. And it's not like they were hidden. hidden. It was behind a clear tote lid. (laughs) It was behind a clear tote lid. And the only reason that I saw one of them out of these six baits was because the color was offset because it was in a old trail camera box. Does that make sense? There's like trail cameras out there or something. I kind of there's I have some stuff stacked because I haven't yet put that away because I started baits too much. Mm -hmm. And then I so I see this uh, golden shiner and I'm like, what's this? And then there's three there's three total and then there's three silver shiners as well. And I kind of just presented them to you and you were like, Um, I I was very confused at seeing them sitting there because I don't know how they got there, and I don't know why they're there. Well, it, it kind of messes up your like the count. It does because you don't know it. Were they we, counted were somewhere? They, were they counted for already, or like what is it? You know, so this is going to lead to you having to count. I, I'm I'm going to look on some stuff, and I'm just going to have to make a call on where they go because yeah. as of right now, Todd knows we've got a bunch of baits for the Muskie Max. Don't you agree, Todd? Yes. Yes, we we will have stuff. Guys, yeah. So it's one of these. It's like the, it's not dire, but I just wondered what what was shorted, if anything was shorted, or was that the reason I had to repaint some some colors <laughs> this past weekend? So you're you're a very organized guy, Andy. But I know it gets it's overwhelming. I, I was over. I mean, it's overwhelmed looking around. Hmm. Uh, there's baits hanging everywhere 
we're waiting on tails for one thing and you need these assembled and these are going here. That's why it's going to be nice to get those things uh, shipped to the big online stores, you know, and I'll tell you, I just assembled a bunch of them. Those, some of those team Rhino colors, they're, they're simple. They're three colors, man. Do they look good? They, they, they all work. The, all, the, all the baits look good. The I mean, pallet uh, perch is really nice. Oh yeah. That thing just, that purple perch, I just put together a beast whole bunch mode. Of that. Yeah. I mean, that must be a color guys use. I've never used it much purple, but, uh, great looking lure yeah it's i mean yeah they, they are not a complicated pattern but they mm-hmm. they just work well with each other and we're not you won't even give us one <laughs> absolutely not them. you got to buy it this is true you got to buy them from i made a rhino. promise he does give us I a don't... discount though he did make that clear at team rhino that uh he would give us a discount on our own <laughs> bait so we bought our bait <laughs> i've never bought any of those baits but <laughs> um but I mean, yeah, th- there's a lot. Of, it's, but like, here's the thing: is like, I got deer and headlights because there were six baits sitting there that I didn't realize were there. Like, I could pretty much point anywhere and you say, "Hey, where is this one?" I'm like, "Oh, it's sitting right over here." And I got those six, and I'm like, "And they were packaged too. Th- they were they packaged. Were, yeah, th- they were packaged." But of the hard baits, you know, we didn't do a, a hard hard count this year on how many baits, but I, I'd say that it's it's reasonably above a thousand you can essentially get that from how much material we're using we we, we can do a count like that yeah but i i it's it's not unreasonable to think that we've done over a thousand and i'm sitting here like deer and headlights over six right yeah, <laughs> yeah like, uh, yes. that's very important though, <laughs> with how how things operate in the paint booth like six is very important well it it, it yeah it does but it was just like Holy crap! I didn't have control of all the ducklings. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, where, where did these lose? Where, who did I short? The funny thing is, it, it's they're patterns that you really don't like to paint. I, I am, and you had to repaint them. I had to repaint them. So the the golden shiner is one that I have fallen out of love with with painting because of the lateral line. Now the lateral line's not hard at all. It's it's the amount of gold I need. And it's just like, it's just so much gold. And you're just, you're eating up that gold at like $6 an ounce. Yeah. To, to just pile that, that color on there. And then that one requires dry time. If anyone saw that perch, me painting that perch, I did use gold on that. But it's such a light amount of gold, it dries quick. It's just, well, it's thick with gold to make it that gold color. So I have to let it dry. So it's uh, it's just a lot more handling when I have to allow for dry. Mm-hmm. But like the Silver Shiner, which is like the one everyone's asking for in Stingers right now, is like, well, we pretty much prime the bait. Mm-hmm. And then I'm I'm doing, doing black, I'm doing silver, and That's then it. I'm going to do white and then red. Because right. I, I, I always, I found that when you're doing a belly, even if it's like it's a white belly and the bait was already primed white, it, you're going to get a lot better looking bait by hitting the belly again with white. You get overspray, mm-hmm. and that white isn't always like completely opaque. Right. So hitting it again just gives it a real nice, real nice white white, mm-hmm. and then uh, then you put the red on. So it's an extra it's an extra step. White sucks to clean out of the out of the airbrush, but it's worth it. Yeah, that's true. Why is that? I don't. It know. It seems it's, like it lingers. 
it, it, oh, it takes a lot of solvent to get it out of it. Yeah. And, uh, but I don't know. Is this some colors do like black? It just seems to blow right out. Yeah. I, I noticed that with the white when I was painting and I'm sitting there trying to clean the thing and I'm going through the solvent and I'm like, Oh my God, Andy just told me this solvent's like a million dollars for an ounce. <laughs> I, like, <laughs> I want to think it's like, I don't, I don't even want to say, cause I have to look, but like some of that reducer stuff is stupid and saying the reduce, the reducers more, the reducers more. Yeah. yeah. And the reducer cleans it better. Way better. But lacquer thinner cleans it enough. Mm-hmm. And uh, But anyways. Well, these are all little things getting ready to the, for the show. Correct. We're like 72 hours out. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's we've done it so many times, but it's still a scramble. And something like finding six baits can um, make you think. <laughs> throw from, me into can, a tailspin. <laughs> can turn you ghost white there for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways yeah so that's kind of what's going on with az todd you want to hit your plug and we'll kind of be official on this muddy creek fishing guides mcfishingguides.com check out the website get a hold of us fishing in uh pennsylvania here april may and then uh Stockwell lake june through november a little bit of fishing maybe in november in pennsylvania also for with me so, uh, you know, when you're coming up, get a hold of us sooner rather than later. We will get out there and uh, get you on some fish. If you come fishing with us, Ranger Boats, shout out to Ranger Boats for sponsoring the show and Muddy Creek Fishing Guides. Um, get all your Ranger Boats uh, needs at Vic Sports Center in Kent, Ohio. Um, they have a plethora of boats there and used inventory currently. Uh, check them out for service as well. St. Croix Rods, best rods on earth. Give them a fair shake if you're in the the uh, market for a rod. And uh, that is it for me. Uh, if you're looking at putting a new uh, new flooring in your boat, you know, you might have carpet now, you might have vinyl, you might not have anything. But, um, you know, check out Aqua Traction as an option for, um, you know, what your feet are going to be touching. You know, it's, it, it's really, you know, it's kind of like, I'm going to sound really corny here, but like aqua traction. So that's like water and traction and, uh, traction is good if you don't want to slip and fall and you can see a lot of slip and fall boat videos. Some of them are really bad. So having, having good grip under your feet is a huge bonus and this stuff does not disappoint hundred percent cross link, uh, closed cell polyethylene foam. It is good stuff. The stuff doesn't absorb water. It The water sheds off of it. I'd say similar to a duck's back. And uh, We all have ducks in our backyard. Do you, do you have ducks in your yard? No. Okay. No, but I mean, you get to see them often. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, you got a good duck story, but, but go ahead, finish. Okay. Did my ducks harass you today? N- no. Okay. But it was a odd story. All right. So anyways, continuing on, that stuff dries really nice, really fast. It's not going to sit there and stink, uh, which, you know, you tend to get that marine musty smell of carpet. I think everyone knows if they've ever been like in a cutty, how it just kind of has that smell to it. So anyways, this stuff's going to resist that because it dries nice and clean. It's not going to hold the water and, you know, grow all the nasty stuff. Um, you know, it's also nice and comfortable. It, it it aids in reducing fatigue. It has a little bit of give, so it's really good stuff. Our local dealer is AMF Marine. 
That is, uh, you know, kind of over by Kent, Ohio, Akron area. And uh, if you want to get in touch with him, uh, his name is Nick. And his email is nick at amfmarine.com. And, um, you know, if you're not in our area, um, look up Aquatraction, find a dealer, and uh, get set up. So, um, Todd, let's hear this duck story. Duck, quack, quack. He ducked the question. I had it on mute there for a minute. Uh, I had to run inside. Yeah, so I, I show up to do, do a little work, uh, put some lures together. Didn't have a whole bunch. Just Rather than just drive up and drive back, I wanted to bring most of them home. And uh, I, I'm in your building, and, and I'm in the shop there, and this horn starts honking like crazy. And I thought it was like someone on the road, and it keeps going. This horn is you know it, it's loud i'm like what mm-hmm. is going on here and uh i said i gotta go check it out so i walked outside and i saw your wife uh letting your pet ducks out mm-hmm. but there was a car driving around the pond chasing the- <laughs> <laughs> and your wife was like that's my i thought she said that's my dog is chasing the geese and i was like and, and he won't and they won't come back or something and i didn't understand what she said and then i looked and i put it together and i saw that, that she she called her uh you were at work so you couldn't be on goose patrol these are uh, the Canadian geese and i was like oh i kind of like the geese but they do make a mess but that and i thought the dog i thought she was looking for the dog but yeah it was it was my father-in-law behind your house <laughs> yeah so with with the pond, it, it, I don't understand. So like, if so, we have the pond behind our house. It's actually on my in laws' property. Our property adjoins for six hundred feet, and the the pond is completely on his property. But like every spring, right around now, we get these geese to fly in, and they they want to look for a nesting ground. Well, they mm-hmm. think that this is a nice place to nest. But like, he rages this like war on the geese by like driving the car back there and honking at them and like as soon as he drives back up they just they return on their flight and land again a real a real car not like a side-by-side no this is like an actual suv that is crazy yeah Yeah. i think it's a it's a highlander so and that's not the only thing that i see him chase and with that car it's (laughs) what like, so. it's very muddy. We'll put it this way: where I saw the car, when I when I looked, and I was like, "There's a car over there," because the honking started like sort sort of towards the uh, opposite the way you enter. And I, like I said, mm-hmm. it was just odd sound. And then it ended up behind. I was like, "It sounds like there's a car out in Andy's food plot or something." Mm-hmm. That's why I went outside just to look. When I saw the car, I was like, "I don't know how he's gonna get." out of there it looks like mud okay so the so the pond was redone last year and there's on half of the the banks there is no grass Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of clay mixed in with our soil it looks very more than likely those tires gained about four inches in diameter just driving yeah and just slinging this just gumbo everywhere if if it's i didn't i didn't go back to take a look because this is the first i'm hearing of this but again, it's one of these, it's like we never, the war that is 
put forth against these geese is never won. So at some point, do you just say, eh, screw it? Or do you well, actually yeah. do something like... but Get you know, a bigger car. It's probably that. <laughs> I, I think that it's the he's money you spend a on a car. But, and to pull a limo in there next year. <laughs> the... The 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 thing is, is we have these ducks that, you know, as pets. And I've said, if you want those geese gone, you get one of like those eagle kite things and you stake it down on a pole. So when the wind blows, you, it looks like an eagle kind of soaring. I'm sure everyone's seen them like over. Yeah. Like, maybe they work. Maybe they don't. I, I know that this like. They I probably know, work just as good as the car. <laughs> well, it's the fact that it's out there the whole time. Yeah. So. When when the kids were younger and the ducks were out and I'm like, hey kids, you want to fly a kite? Because we got some yeah a decent kite, and I go and grab one of my trolling rods, musky trolling rods, snap it onto it, and then they're holding onto a rod, and you can easily let out. And you get that kite about twenty feet off the ground; those ducks are flipping out. Really, they, the ducks are they go in their pen and never come out. Well, yeah. I mean, like their heads start to turn, and you know they're they'll get jacked by you know raptors. Mm-hmm. And um, they just see something big and black in the air, and they're just like high alert. So I'm like, oh, why don't we just do something in the pond? In the pond back there. But then the ducks would never go near the pond. <laughs> pond, yeah, yeah. So oh and- yeah, and your wife let them out. I mean, they were on a beeline for that pond. But I heard her say, like before she went in, all oh, the geese. The geese get mad at the ducks or something, and I the whole time I was thinking dog. Then I saw the car. I hadn't seen the vehicle at that point. Then I saw the car. Then I put it all together. Yeah. So our pet ducks, even though they're they're bigger than average ducks, they do have like like stare downs with with the geese, the geese, okay, and the turkeys. (laughs) So I guess the other day, like a hen turkey started to kind of like come after the ducks and she saw this and she ran out and chased the hen turkey. <laughs> it's it's going to sound like we have a With petting a car? zoo here. No. <laughs> this is on a bicycle. <laughs> on a bike. No, it wasn't. <laughs> oh my God. These are wild geese and wild turkeys. It just happened into, into the property. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we, but yeah, geese, ducks and turkeys. That's, that's all very common out here to, to see these walking through. Well, that's and, why you made the, uh, the assumption like water falling off of the duck's back. Right. And I was like, well, not everybody has ducks everywhere or geese that you have to chase with cars. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's also an old-time saying. Like, I don't think you have to own sheep to know two shakes of a lamb's tail. Okay. Well, <laughs> well made point, but I've never heard water off of a... You've never heard that? There was a water far side... Water off of a duck's back? You've never heard that? No. I've they never... even had a far side cartoon with it. Oh shoot! No, I never, never heard of it. I've also <laughs> like, never heard of these the... professors, and they have these chalkboards are like wh- off of a duck's back, and they have like milk crossed out, acid crossed out, <laughs> cars. <laughs> this, is, this is life when you live in. I mean, your your address is Cambridge Springs, but you basically live in the 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 giant metropolis of Venango. When I come in the back way, <laughs> which is a population of what one hundred and eight. Uh, there's most, a blinking light most of which are camps and uh on french no, the, creek uh. <laughs> yeah this this is not a this is not a city that's on the uphill tick no no <laughs> they're not gonna you don't have to worry about any attacks shortly 
No, this is this is not strategically targeted for poisoning. It's nice living like that, Andy. The first time you came to my house, I remember you saying, "Your roads are really narrow." Around well, here. your your road is very narrow. <laughs> it's very yeah, narrow. It is. There's no doubt. It's very narrow. It's right a blind here. turn too. Yes, blind turn, narrow. Uh, you know, brush hanging out over, and you know, when I'm pulling the the ranger through, which is you know, eight and a half foot wide. Foot outside of each side of your truck, you, you, you can't stay on the yellow. You can't stay inside the yellow line. You, just got you to, can't even stay on both. You, know. you can't even stay on the road. Both tires <laughs> are in the berm. You got to straddle <laughs> the line to get down here, and I'm like, well, I hope there's not a tractor coming. Yeah, like yeah, a combine without without a grain head on it. Yeah, it's only it's only a three quarters of a mile of that road, but uh, I, I I tend to. I do it two different ways. I go real slow to be cautious or I'm like, I'm getting back and I go real fast <laughs> and just hope, hope, hope for the best, but and hope, but anyways, yeah. So this is kind of like our pre musky max show. I should. Yeah. <laughs> that was supposed to be a car horn. I, I heard it, <laughs> but so, um, musky max show, you know, we, we're going to be, uh, Okay, so today's Wednesday. So in like two days, Todd's gonna be he you got all the grid wall, you've got a lot of the baits. You're going down, probably setting up around six PM. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I'm going down. We'll see. I've heard some bad things about the Peterson Event Center and I don't know if I'm gonna go to this game, but the, we'll see. But, yeah. The Peterson Event Center? Yeah, the, the our local high school team. Oh, uh, the, okay, okay. I got the you. girls are girls are playing in the in the at, in Pittsburgh at three. My daughter, the, the school put together a thing. They're going to ride. You know, they're taking school buses down. This is for the WPL championship. They used to do it at the Palumbo, where I went to college at, at uh, Duquesne. I didn't know they were doing it at the Pete. Yeah, going into uh, Oakland is terrible. And that's what they were saying. I yes, I. Now I I thought it was at the Pete. I maybe I'm wrong there, but that that's I've just been hearing stuff about their working and there's nowhere to park and I, that's you know, nonstop I'm, down there. But it's usually and, and, it's usually at the the Palumbo Center, which is uh, a horse of peace when you go there. It's it, it's also crap for parking. It's, in that. it's still crap. Yeah, I mean it, it's right on campus. I mean I went a couple years ago. The same girls went to it, and I parked. You parked. I had to park, and then I walked up a huge hill to get there is would you do that at either or palumbo or peterson event center you walked up cardiac hill to go to oakland that's where you used to walk up and go to the beautiful football stadium that has been demolished and taken over by the pete which is yeah terrible. so i don't know which one it's at but i just heard this, the traffic's terrible and I don't know whether i'm gonna drive i was gonna take my daughter and a bunch of friends we've been going to all these playoff games uh uh, I was going to just go down there and said, well, if I'm going to be there, I might as well drive down and the girls will come help me set up the booth, but I don't know that I'm going to go. So I don't know when I'm going, but I'm going to get out. Okay. So up well, until we, just we, now, yeah, well, I, I was anticipating Todd setting up around six. Yeah. 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 I don't <laughs> so, know when I'm setting up. It's going to be earlier. So we put a lot of stock into this is, is essentially what we're, we're all talking about it in, into preparation for this show. Yeah, um, it, this and is usually, timing of stuff. This is usually the steps that we take where Todd goes down with the uh, grid wall, sets that up, and then Andy and I will show up, 
Todd might be there. Todd might be back home. Um, and then we put the baits up. Yeah. And um, so anyways, historically, I would take this Friday, this coming Friday off. But just how everything's falling at work work, I uh, it, it was to the advantage to have this go a little bit later. And then we can at least have some. I might even be able to get to eat dinner here at the house. Head on down. It will not be light out when we go down, more than likely. Or at some point, it'll get dark. We'll get there. We'll kind of wrap up the booth. Go stay in the, uh, is it the same hotel? Yeah, it's a terrible hotel. I, I tried to convince you to get a nicer one today. Yeah, it did, it was, was, it's not going to work. I was booking the hotel. I was like, here's one for X amount of dollars that's a lot nicer. Um, yeah, probably about like three Raptors it would cost to stay here, and it has a better breakfast. Um, and then I said, or we could stay in the dump. And I like, chose the dump. The dump. <laughs> I was like, okay. I, I chose the dump because for a couple reasons. One, it's tradition. We have a history there. Uh, yeah, and it, it's a family-run business. It might be, yeah. Yes, it is. Because it's the same people the there same, all the time. Same people there all the time. It's uh, not a gun-free live- zone. They live in... <laughs> they live in 1A. <laughs> But anyway, so we're going to still stay at the same dump. It's clean enough. They fancy pistols in the parking lot. They abs- they they love it. They actually have a sign, <laughs> a stick man ble- waving one. Please pull this out. <laughs> yes. Brandish your weapon, please. <laughs> at 12 noon, we'll have a showdown. That was still hilarious. When I, when I, didn't I write you a note? Yes. And I slid it over you while you were checking in that said... I does have he, a gun or something. Does like, he know we have guns? Have guns. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same thing like at the shows when we try to make it awkward. It, uh, like with the uh, uh, bobbing for babes thing. Bobbing for babes. I found one of those. we got to flip that in. Oh, yeah. What, you found a bobbin or a babe? <laughs> Tony, found a Tony Bobbin. <laughs> Look him up on Facebook. See what he's been up to. The great Chicago show. I wonder Come if up he's to the <laughs> biggest Chicago, the biggest Muskie Expo ever, and you got somebody filling not with gutter guards, but it's bobbing with babes. I, I was hoping that it was going to be like a local newspaper that took its spot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of funny stuff happened at that show, and now that the pheasant run is like basically soil, Gone. yeah, it's soil. Um. It, it it never failed. I mean, we're never going to go back to Chicago. We went twice, and both times everyone's like, oh, it was good last year. And you're like, yeah, this is a large, large investment to come here and find out how bad it sucks. To be thrown in the corner as well. We're in. The, do you notice that we are in the corner of every single show? <laughs> the far corner. The New York show, the Muskie Max, Ohio, we were in a corner. Um, mm-hmm. Chicago, they threw us in a corner. I think, I think they throw us in the corner just to get us out of the way. They don't like us. <laughs> They're like, you know, we like money too much <laughs> to not say yes. <laughs> but we'll, we'll put you in this dungeon with really crappy lighting. How would you like to have your own room? It's called the supply closet. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll put a cardboard sign saying some baits <laughs> some with an arrow. An arrow. Yeah. I don't know, but I feel, I feel like, uh, you know, everything that we've done as a group all leads up to this weekend. Yes. Much. 
and uh we've all worked really hard for this um and we're we're super stoked about it there's some there's tons of stories leading up to what we've all done uh where todd pours 10 gallons of stuff to make the hard baits to singeing a whole batch of rubber um <laughs> to <laughs> last last minute now knowing that we don't have enough tails to fulfill the orders uh, it wasn't last minute i i realized this and i'm like it's not going to take much to meet the threshold mm-hmm. of what we need for this weekend mm-hmm. so this is if anyone's familiar this is just in time manufacturing <laughs> and uh <laughs> We're going to be just in time. Yeah. We have two days. We have another day and a half. My gosh, we're plenty of time. Well, that's easy for someone who doesn't go to work to say that. <laughs> we go to work outside of the house. Right. You know yes. what? You, everyone here knew what I meant. Yeah. 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 I mean, if you're like, hey, I got, I've got the next 36 hours to get, you know, 20 or 40 tails done. Yeah. I'll have that done in 30 minutes. Oh, absolutely we will. But it's like, okay, well, what am I going to prioritize tonight? Because I can put tails on down at the show. So I'll figure out a time to get these things made or, or what have you or delegate. Well, we're pretty pretty low, so and we like to sell that. Uh, right. You know, three for five. Because mm-hmm. people are always asking for replacement tails, and we kind of need a run of everything. So I'm just going to go and... I'm going to hand you the molds. I'm going to hand you the yeah. injector and... Be like burn my hands off again. Yeah. It, <laughs> yeah. It, it'll be microwave time though. Mm-hmm. Not melting pot time. Yeah, I gotta remember how to do that because it was it was so um the microwave obviously takes about ten minutes. Yeah, but you're not burning that you're not melting down that much. That's right. Uh, so I have to remember it how, might be like it was three each, minutes or each something. Ca- no, it's not that. Each cavity, there's four cavities. I think I, I did it like halfway and I was able to fill this up, but we have bigger basters now and things like that. But it'll be it'll be figured out within, an, you know, I'll have everything The second done attempt. With, yeah, yeah, we'll be good to go. Yeah. So, and uh, so we don't have to use the line of use your imagination. Todd took some worms today and he's going to rig some up. And uh, is this true, Todd? Yeah, I did. Grabbed a few. Todd secretly loves the worms and loves well, being the, the poster child sale, salesman no, of the worms. Not I'm, I'm, they're not sitting in front of me. I don't know. You're <laughs> really good at it. Yeah, you guys sold as many as I did. Well, yeah. I also got, I think I got were, accused I think of were... stealing a sale from Todd <laughs> when I pushed him aside and said, you look like a creative man. <laughs> Uh-huh. You did sneak. You guys in there. were jumping in when someone. <laughs> I was playing someone. You uh, yeah. You, he you, almost had him buttered him up, and we just the worm is a, it, It's a it's a unique thing. It's a new bait, and I, I take pride in that. Every time that Andy and I or whatever, every time we come up with a new bait, I got lucky and caught a giant fish on each one. So, so you're 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 trying to get a jump on it this, to get a fifty okay, on a worm. Biggest. I'm going to be honest. This is going to be the biggest challenge I've ever had. I'll consider it the hot dog harness. It is a hot dog. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I'm, I'm going to make go. this. This this might not be good. Let's try to hit a uh, pigment that has the color of flesh. Yeah, <laughs> and then it could be the hot dog. Yeah, I yeah. bet you that copper could work. It could. Well, there's white hots, red hots. 
Yeah, that's Todd's, like, de- Todd's definitely selling them, uh, and they're going to be in the same place. It's just the way it is. If if, if you buy a three pack from Todd, he'll give you a chili recipe. Andy's, I mean, you're you're already rigging the harnesses, so I mean, you're the one that's going to know about how to do it hands on right there. So things up just to show people rather than uh, you just be creative here. See, you just said it right there. You're going to sell them. That's right. And I'm going to be it's like standing. A, a, uh, like a Jordan Belfort thing, uh, the the Wolf of Wall Street. Okay, how he's famous for selling a pencil or something. A pen, or a pen says, yeah. sell me this pen, and the guy grabs it and he's like, "Oh, well, it's a nice pen. It writes nice." And he yeah. grabs it off and he says, "Sell me this pen." And the thing was, like, the how he sold it was like, the guy took it and he was like, "Write your name down." He says, "I can't. I don't have a pen." So Todd could be like, yeah. "Hey, fish with a worm. I don't have one. Well, here you go." There you go. You have a giant. Yeah, I'm curious. I'm curious to see the reception. the 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 little video I made that I thought was very wordy, um, but I tried to hit everything as quick as I could. That that got a lot of. Uh, it wasn't as good as Todd's sales pitch. Oh, absolutely not. Yeah, but you know that's the thing is you gotta you gotta give the second place. You know, it's it's there's it a lot made. of talk to go in to sell some worms. <laughs> I, I mean, not Andy's, if you're a walleye fisherman. They sell themselves. <laughs> I actually saw that the, the, like today on the internet. Somebody was like, I just got sponsored by this worm company. And I'm like, Jesus, all things all look the same, you know? I don't, <laughs> at least ours looks different because it's, well. It's a, enormous. A big worm, yeah. And it already has pre-rigged holes through it, so you don't have to guess. Mm-hmm. All good things. I thought we had good, uh, a nice response for that. We had people that wanted us to s- send them some already. Yeah. Oh, I, I already got an email. Yeah. They were going to. Will you have the worms available because they can make the show? We're going to see. I mean, a lot. Yeah, it's weird. Sometimes you get no response from anything. And then it's like everything gets sold quick. And then other times you have a strong response. You're like, oh, we better double down. Mm-hmm. And it's crickets. Yeah. Yeah, that's happened. We're also very bad at promoting, though, too, our own stuff. So this is like the the most time throughout the year where we will do like five consecutive posts about the Muskie Max, about our baits. Mm-hmm. I had somebody uh, message me about the 10-inch soft tail. And I'm like, yeah, that we did that last year, but we never even like pushed it or, or put it up. No, and I think there's three, and Todd has all three mm-hmm. that are that are like done right now. Yeah. And um, but yeah, like I, I look back on some of the some of the uh, Facebook posts we've done for the Muskie Max, and like the the amount of time I've put into some of them, and the one that comes to mind was remember when I made the Superman pattern. And I had it. Oh, that was awesome! <laughs> flying over Pittsburgh. Yes. And I had a yeah. fan blowing to kind of wiggle yeah, this stupid a, cape it I had made. A cape. I mean, that was awesome. <laughs> I I overlaid like some instrumental like Superman st- thing, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. yeah, it was. Was that the brine shrimp? Um, oh, I forgot about brine shrimp. The uh, Capri Sun. <laughs> Capri Sun was a great one. Yeah, we had Gearman do a little, uh, uh, what was it, Photoshop. We also had that 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 purple 
it was like the Minneapolis miracle. Yeah, that. <laughs> you catching it. A raptor of, catching it instead, instead of, of digs. stuffing digs. Yeah. That's beautiful. Yeah. Well, we don't have any of that this year. No, except we got sharks, which I lumped. I, I, I lumped everyone into one of two groups. Did you read the post at all? Oh, yeah. If you would hear it. Uh, it, it what, you think it, the I, song that comes to mind. There's a third. You could think of both. Well, yeah. one of them has to come first. One of them has to come first. Do, 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 do. That's a mix of them both. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways. So, you have sharks for the show. Sharks that are going to be with a Suban 6 DK. Those are linked together. When I say linked together, they're literally nunchucks in these, uh, I don't know, plastic bags. They're going to be heat heat sealed to each other. So they're going to be, you pick one up, you get both. You know, there's been some confusion in years past about this. They are not individually sold. This is a combo, the Sunday special. So this is to help bolster a strong Sunday attendance. Um, if anyone here has vended a show or been to the show on Sundays, it's generally pretty dead. We have very limited number of these. We're talking 10 combos in each color. So there's 20 combos total. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's a little something. If, if you like the shark, you know, you can get a little crankbait, a DK, you know, they're not hard. They're, they're not easy to get. And then, um, pretty cool stinger. In that shark, and then we also painted that sucker pattern. I don't know if there's anything beyond sucker. I should have probably asked Dave before I just put that up there, but that sucker pattern matched with an 8-inch raptor and a sucker. So 10 combos of sucker, 10 combos of shark. So um, those are going to be Sunday only. And uh, just the nature of the sale, we're not we, we cannot accept any credit or debit on that particular items. So... And we do not split them up, even though somebody will ask. Hopefully, they'll go quick enough so nobody asks. Yeah, this is this is the way it is. So, mm-hmm. um, and it all depends. Like someone else might ask, you know, hey, can I buy more than one? How we've been handling this is that if if you are uh, one of the first in lines and you purchase a combo, you can then go to the back of the line, and if there's enough, when you get back up to the front, we're not going to say no. But we don't want to, you know, have someone come up and like take four of each. That's not the that's not the the whole purpose of this. So, mm-hmm. you know, we're not going to say you're limited to one, but it's going to be one per turn. So, so we have the worms. We have the Sunday special. Mm-hmm. We have a couple new colors on the Raptors. We did some show colors. Yes, you primarily did show colors. Mm-hmm. Um, but those colors will be a. You have like a pearl shad, a pearl shad, a chartreuse belly perch that that has brushed bars, brushed bars, a hot tail perch with brushed bars, which with the difference between the two is the belly color mm-hmm. and our and our and an orange little tipped tail. Mm-hmm. And then the classic brown perch. Now, this brown perch, Todd and I were talking about this earlier. Brown perch kind of has. I'm going to say evolved the pattern. Yes. Okay, so like what historically was brown perch to me was what some people were calling walleye ten or fifteen years ago. Yeah, it's, for sure. Yeah, it's it's basically Le- like legend eye, if if you would. 
it looks like a brown perch, but it, it's literally a, a walleye base with black bars. Yep. And he calls that legend, legend walleye, but it has okay. bars. So, yes, people were calling this walleye. walleye. Yeah, so, yeah, where I was going was, like, what I used to call brown perch or dirt perch was a walleye with brown bars. And then Todd brought up, and I forgot about, remember Freddie Mercury mm-hmm. was like a walleye with black bars, but orange tail and belly. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of evolved from that into now it's brown perch. Yeah, I, I would say there's different variations of it. I really like the con- that those color contrasts that I did up. Um, mm-hmm. I think they pop more. And if you're used to spraying brown for bars, I mean, that's terrible. At least with our brown. Um, brown sucks, but yeah. you do what you got to do. Using black, black's a little crisper, and uh, I just think it, it uh, flows a little nicer. Um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with it. I was just kind of given the evolution here. So, um, and these have a white belly. Those have an orange belly. Those ones have an orange one. Yeah. Okay. So what's, so it's pretty much a Freddie Mercury, you know, minus the tail wrap. Pretty much. Okay. Yeah. All right. Brown perch, orange belly. Fresh bars. So the, uh, pearl one. When when I came home, uh, oh, you you were talking about Mother of Pearl. That's another one. Mm-hmm. Mother of Pearl, yes. And when I came home, I was you know my daughter helps me. She gets the ice screws started, and then she as I'm screwing them in and just she puts some split rings on. It's just a new thing we started. She wanted a job. I said I can, I got a job for you. Uh, Concentr- uh, sweat. I was going to say concentration camp, but no, yep. it's a sweatshop. <laughs> yep. If you want something put in your uh, school fund, get out here and start putting some ice cream. I'll give you 25 up. cents a bait. How's so that this, sound? That's not bad. So th- this is the first reaction. I, I I set some out. She went, ooh, dad. And I was like, what? And she pointed. She said, that right there. I said, oh, you like that? She said, that's really pretty. I was like, yeah. So that really cool. Now, and then there was a pause and then she goes, I don't know if it's going to catch any fish, but it's really pretty. <laughs> Casting shade from a 14 year old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to say, we, so a similar story. Well. Well. <laughs> I got home. Picked it right away. Yeah. I got home and, uh, my wife had to get my boy out and they had to go into town and so Ava was with me. I said, Ava, let's run out to the let's run out to the pole barn real quick. And uh I gotta take a picture of a couple of baits and send them off to a to a customer. And we came out and same thing. Her eye went to it. She goes, That one's pretty. Yeah. <laughs> well, I have my confidence is just shot. Thank you. Because because no, you, you have <laughs> teenage and pre teenage girls yeah. saying how beautiful the bait is. Great. She doesn't do that. She, when we're putting it together, she said, oh, I, I remember this color, you know, because she remembers us using it or catching fish or something. But that, as soon as it came out, first one I pulled out for her to put together, went, ooh, dad. Wow. <laughs> and I didn't even know what she was talking about. I was like, what? She just pointed, like, she has her earbuds in. She can hardly hear me. Uh, have her working. But uh, yeah, that was her That was her initial reaction, which is which is a good thing. I've tried to expand my painting this year. Okay. I've enjoyed it a lot. I I enjoy painting the hard baits a lot better than the rubber baits. Okay. Um, 
and I think that just comes down with the paint and uh, the... Andy, that's why you're painting the rubber base. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I painted like I don't know how many hard baits I did this year. I yeah. mean, a bunch, but it's just so it's just a like a like breath of fresh air almost, you know. And it's like, <laughs> except don't breathe the air. Except don't breathe it. Even though I did that a couple times, but um, I took my I tried to take my time with it i still am screwing up a little bit in the painting um but i wanted to i wanted to do mother of pearl um because it is like a popular color but you know it's just like the superman thing like mm -hmm. who the heck uses yeah. that stuff you know just use white and you'll get the same thing across but every fisherman you know has to have one of every color and all that good stuff but with the mother of pearl there's so many different renditions of it uh, there's very and uh, so I wanted to try and um, control the throttle on the airbrush as best as I could to kind of get like a fade with all these different colors. If that makes sense. Ba basically, what what Vance is trying to say is rather than hammering home and just making the color seem opaque, like it's a dot, like yeah. it's a dot. If if you pull back ever so slightly, you can get the shadow of the color. Absolutely. And it, and it's kind of <laughs> like like that shad I did a few years ago, mm -hmm. where you, it's almost like which you also less said you hated, is I oh and I loved it, right? Because we had like whatever two generations of it and mm -hmm. a hybrid, but anyways, some of some of the thing is is you got to let the paint do what the paint does, and and if you put too much of it down, it kills it. But if you put just a subtle amount enough to where your eye is picking it up, it almost is like it flows. Like it's like water just gently rippling. And they, you're like, oh, man, I can see it. I can't. And you're getting it just right. Mm -hmm. And all of these colors in this pearl, uh, mother of pearl, they were all the metallics. and Also difficult to spray with. Sometimes it is. Yes, and there's there's little tips and tricks to get that to co consistently flow. But to try to sit there and let it dust, your first reaction is, like if you're trying to put a black bar, is I need to get black paint on this. Mm -hmm. You need to get more on, yeah. I, I need to get this thing to where it, you know it's black. But with this, it's the less is a lot more. Mm -hmm. And just kind of doing that. And then with the Raptor, there are parts that are very difficult to try to do. There is a wide back on on the Raptor, and it and it you know like compared to a Stinger, I can run like one pass up and down, and I have a black back. Mm -hmm. I have a whole different technique to make the back black on a Raptor. So, but you have a hard edge, even though it's radius, it's still a hard edge. It's like, what do we do? What do you do here? Like, and it's you, so you have some challenges on. Do you even do anything on the back? Do you try to wrap it? Do you? And that yeah. was a, that was another. Th uh, I. I did come to that uh, decision, like that fork in the road. Should I be doing it on the back as well, or should I just pearl the whole thing? I did. No, I like, I like the way you did it. You did it side, just the you profiles. The, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and the back is probably almost as. I mean, the back on the Raptor is probably. It's very. Wide. It's very close. It's. It's about a. If you were to take the whole surface area of the bait on a Raptor and you broke it down into thirds, it's a third, yeah. a third, a third. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I would say. Yep, looks good. I've not seen that on, like, some muscular myself, but 
going to be great. We'll put it this way. So we make all those swim baits. We've been making ears. What color do you think has caught the most fish? A solid color. White. Fire, white or fire. White. Yeah, it's a solid color. White. I, I think white has caught the most fish. Oh, any. yeah. And, and like those, uh, remember like two years ago when I was just on a tear of white swim baits? The white. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So awesome. you take white and we'll put it this way. You take like if me, if I'm going to grab the white or I see that, I'm probably going to grab that. It's got a little hint of something else going on. Mm-hmm. That I guarantee you a fish cannot, cannot see. see. I mean, that was, <laughs> yeah. going back to the painting of it, you want to see something go down. Mm-hmm. And you don't know if it's there or not. And when you're painting the raptor and you're staring at it straight back to right with your eyes, if you would... Sometimes that shadow that it would overcast looked like it, what I p- just sprayed was not there. So mm-hmm. I would turn it, and then I would be like, okay, there it is again. Now, the epoxy made it pop more, a little, you know, but it's tough to try and paint, paint something and not see a result with it. So You have to trust that the clear will bring it up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if, if, you, if you trust it too much, it's not there. <laughs> just take, take one I primed. Been like this is mother approach. Like this is just white paint. You just primed this. What are you talking about? I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you, you, you know, to me that that's part of that's an odd. That's the odd part of of painting the baits when you're using netting and scales and, and things like that. Uh, you're used to doing art. You grab a pen, pencil, crayon, magic marker, charcoal. Paint. You put it on. You see it go on. A lot of what a lot of what everybody does in painting these baits is that layering and you know you hold the stencil up there and you spray but you can't see anything so you take the stencil away mm-hmm. and when you take the stencil away it's done mm-hmm. you can never lay it back on there and like oh, i wish i had some more i'm gonna line this all up so that all this scaling matches you know that's the odd part of it it's you got like one shot it's it's like reverse paint, like you can't see the result mm-hmm. uh, when you're using that stuff, which is you know that's it's just different. I don't know what else you do that. I it is it is different, and um, I think the way that we paint, and the way that I was taught to paint, and the way that we're set up to paint um, for to fulfill orders and things like that, it's speed. We need mm-hmm. to get these things done. We have a couple months to do them. We need to get them done quick. Now, if if we sat back and didn't need to do it that way, we could sit there and make these raptors look crazy it, 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 with it, multiple multiple levels. You know, like but it that takes for the time to do something like a mother of pearl. You could have forty perches painted, like Andy could. If mm-hmm. I was sitting there doing one mother of pearl, he could stand right next to me and have all the perches done. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like four, forty to one, but there's you, there's this this oh. time aspect in, into it, mm-hmm. and uh, that's just like the major di- difference I think uh, with us is is we're kind of built for for speed, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, I'm gonna say it, it comes down to efficiency. Every year, I I look at a process and I say. There's got to be a better way. So let's figure out a better way. And if you can, if you can do the same task that used to take you five minutes, now it takes you two and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, you're either going to do twice as much, 
or you're going to get everything done in half the time. Right. So if it's like, okay, where's our staples? And like, if I didn't have to supply a foundation of colors for all these orders and I had a whole bunch of time to say, let's see what I can do when I pull out the sponge, the brush, and uh, the furnace filter, the... And, and all the other crazy stuff to say, I am going to take this week to try to paint 20 baits. Mm-hmm. You know, I was probably doing, I'm going to say most weeks, 160 baits a week, most. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's some to completion to, to paint them, Epoxy. paint them to, a, to completion. They're not completed baits because they're still not assembled, but to take them from a blank to completion. Now, I didn't always do all some of the upfront steps with, taking them off the pegs and priming them and stuff. But, you know, a percentage of them I did. Was that your um, how to make something easier this year for five minutes down to two by just watching me do it with a smile on your face? Well, some okay, so some of this was what... Okay, so let, let's, let's look at some time things here. So we set up the rubber baits in my barn this year. And... We, you know, once we got the setup to where like, okay, we're, we're, we know about two hours, it's going to be heat up time. Instead of just saying, you know, I said, Vance could just let me know, I'll, I'll turn it on and you come in two hours and you can be ready to go. He showed up early. Well, what are you going to do for two hours? Mm-hmm. Well, here's something you can do for two hours. So even with spending that extra two hours doing other tasks that are more menial than, than painting, he still got as many rubber baits done in a shorter amount of time, even with that extra two hours there. And that efficiency just translates into this year's making these baits was a lot smoother. I think so. And too. faster than last year. I think I painted more baits last year or had a finished epoxied baits, mm-hmm. you know, and, but even still, I think, I think this year with the economy and stuff, it's, we're going to probably sell out of baits. Yeah. But I don't know if we'd get that extra three, 400. Yeah. Uh, but with, with how, how much easier it was this year, uh, it was actually kind of like uh, made me want to come and do it, if that makes any sense. Like, because it was new. and The I, novelty hasn't wore off? Well, it just, you know, 10 minutes a pop for a rubber bait for six of them is painstaking. You're sitting there and you're waiting and you're sitting there and you're waiting and you're drudging in and out of snow in that god awful mini barn that I made and dug a two foot trench for. <laughs> Always trench. To just yeah, uh, but, to yeah, just it, show it, it, to just showing up and being like I'm here until I'm done. And none, none of what we do in the whole bait process is, is like uh menial. Like it, 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 it's all time. Mm-hmm. Just like I said, so my daughter is now she's like, Yeah, I want I, I think I want to get a job. I'm like, What do you mean you want to get a job? I'm not taking you some, you know, you can't even drive. <laughs> you, you know, her put her grabbing the ice screw and getting that two twists on there and setting it down. And I'd run, the, I mean, she saves me all the time that it would take me to do that. Mm-hmm. She can do it as fast as I can. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the same amount of time that I could. So if her and I work an hour, so we did that box that I needed to get done. Mm-hmm. We did one hour a day. Every screw is adjusted on, and there's eye screws on there. Mm-hmm. And she put the she started the screws, handed it to me, boom, and I run, I run the drill. Uh, that was two hours of work for me that I got done in an hour. Mm-hmm. It's not n- none of it's. 
less less important it it all needs done uh right but but like okay so to to kind of prioritize yes it all needs done but you're not going to say hey let's switch jobs and you run this drill and i'll start the screws yeah exactly exactly Um, i had her you you had her doing the safe job because if i recall it wasn't that many years ago when todd grabbed my drill for the first time I think you how went all far, the way through. How far did that screw go into that bait? <laughs> like, yeah, because it was running way fast. It was yeah. it was a faster drill, and I mean, it, it's right. just, yeah. I mean, it's. I was worried about that today when I did the sharks because <laughs> I was like, "Remember, I got." <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, this will be my first one through. <laughs> 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 now I know why why uh, Andy made just an extra. Yeah. Yeah, you always yep. make an extra because you never know what's going to happen. This is the time of year when we, like I said, the we we do all this work in a short amount of time to get ready for this weekend, and there is some and the type drill of, bit slips and it drill bit slips. It goes right down the clear. You got uh, three quarter inch uh, screws for the um, rod holders, like we did last year. Yeah, three um, inch instead of three and a half. You and... know, so you think you're on top of everything, and something will happen. So. But yeah, I mean, all that stuff, it, it adds up. And a lot of people, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm working, you know, I've worked with a couple other bait makers in the, in the past month and just, just having ideas of, Hey, this can be more efficient if we do this. And, and I've, I've layered ideas on top of my ideas just to say, you know, the less time you handle this, the better. Now there are some processes that I would argue do not do this to save a time the time here because you're going to lose it later. And but like switching over to all those airbrushes last year, amazing. Not having to, and it sounds stupid, but you know you pick up a bait and let's just say you're putting down yellow. You you put yellow on it. You set the bait down. You grab the next bait. You you do that, and you just keep like I'm going to go through I don't know sixty or eighty baits like this. The amount of time you spend spinning and getting reorganizing and setting baits down so you can not block any of them in, that might not that might be a couple minutes a night. Mm-hmm. You do a couple minutes a night, all of a sudden in a, in a matter of a week that's fifteen minutes. In the matter of a month, you you've got an hour. In a matter of three months, you've got three hours. Well, I think it's more than that because uh, you know when you switch colors, you had to clean. Well, th- there was there was a whole yeah. You know. the, so it's saving a couple minutes a night and then it, yeah. it just adds up into hours and you're like, I, you know, and it might be better in some cases, it might be a home run. Some cases it's a wash, but if you're like, I just saved a weekend's worth of work mm-hmm. by just, you know, that weekend's worth of work. Okay. So you had to buy some extra airbrushes. Well, you had to do it, but you saved this weekend and you're going to then save another weekend and save mm-hmm. another weekend. And the brushes don't really wear out. Unless and, I use them. <laughs> Well, that's not wearing out. That's missing parts. <laughs> this is true. Did you ever find that part? It's yeah, I have it. Like the original one. The original one I have. Okay. Yep. But anyways, all of this is for the Musky Max. <laughs> yes, it is. Yeah. So we love we we really enjoy this show. It's usually quick and it comes up quick, and then it, and like right after that, it's like change of gears. I've already I I said last on Sunday that I'm probably I'm like I don't think I am, but I think I'm done painting. And after after the past couple of days, I think there's going to be more epoxying to do. I I got a feeling there's going to be silver shiner stingers needing to be made. Yeah, and Todd's Todd is going to make us some uh, 
special blanks. Heavier ones. Yeah. I'm going to try to get a thing that I can like stamp something on the back, like an S or something. For, Just so we know. For H, sinkers. Ten. Yeah, sinker, H, yeah. heavy. Yeah. I mean, something, something you something you could do, you could just go ahead and write it with a Sharpie on it or take a little Dremel and just, just engrave an S on the back. Yeah, because it is, it is, I've sent Andy things many times before. Ones are light, and I'll put a, I'll put a uh, zip tie on them. I'm sure you remember seeing that, Andy, like when we were first starting. And yep. These are a little lighter, but man. As soon as you squirt paint, they turn into every. They look like every other ones. When we were making the Raptor, we were uh, we had problems with that. Like, I had to go back and weigh the bait to make sure which one I was throwing to see which one that I liked. Mm-hmm. We were writing the weights on them, and then I was trying to keep track of which color was which. Of course, we did like three colors. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to try to do something like that just so we know that this is. A heavier one, you know, because mm-hmm. it, it will get lost in the yeah. sea of blanks. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is, is like maybe. Uh, okay. Good. No, I was just say, you know, what what then ends up happening is someone, you know, gets it. Um, you know, maybe it doesn't get returned to the box. It, it the line yeah. breaks or whatever. Someone else finds it. I know it won't be floating if it's a sinker, but someone then finds it. I'd really like to get this one, and then. Like sometimes these show colors and well, like special one-offs just yeah. bite you in the butt. I know, but you, you got you to think about this though. So we take pride in always like having stock. Try to, but when we're done, we're done. Mm-hmm. So you look at these hard baits to come by. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're just not around. You know, mm-hmm. well, I, I want a, uh, you know, a a uh, Wishmaster, mm-hmm. you know, done in brown perch. Well, I might have to wait 10 years to get that. But in, so like a color, yeah, it would, it, it'll bite you in the butt. Like if somebody reaches out and says, I want uh, orange Julius, I want an- another gold shiner. Well, you know, it's, we'll get it to you, but it's going to, you're going to have to wait a year, you know? Yeah. What I was going with is, is these show colors. Just someone's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's, Sometimes we've painted colors for some some people and places and stuff, and I was like, I'd really like to get this, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I painted that like eight years ago, and you forget the paint a little I, bit. I, I I forget the whole layering, and I'm like, eh, they're gonna, it's gonna be close mm-hmm. because well, where where it really stings is when you're doing it and then it's hit with this is not what I want. Oh gosh, that's yeah, we, that's the one. That's the there's one, one that, that come to mind. Yeah, that's the one that stings. <laughs> And, and and here here's here's something like people will ask me all the time like that color right there that new show, show color you've been you've been catching them like crazy on that or what and I'm like don't have one never have never will because Andy's mean mud puppy no, no, have no, you ever, I, have you ever I, caught one I, on one of these I, mud puppy soft tails I, <laughs> I, I want to grab the color like here we'll throw the walleye and we'll throw the the the, the perch and we'll throw the gold rapala and I know we make them. We make them every year. I assemble dozens of them. Uh, the show colors are great. But I don't want to have one, some one-off. Co- I don't like throwing when we've had these other guys paint some floors for us. They're, you know, they t- turn out beautiful. I tend to not want to fish them because they're really, like, oh, my God, I want that. And I'm like, well, I don't know where. I don't even remember who painted it for me. Yeah. You know, 
I, I think I we should go like the natural series to where I just put eyes on them and then epoxy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I mean, that, 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 it, it's the truth. And uh, as far as catching fish, it doesn't matter whether you got the show color or the other color. Mm-hmm. But that's my thinking. But well, it can. It, what would stink is okay. So I make the let's just say the mother of pearl. And we get this amazing following from 10-year-olds and 14-year-old females. And they all want to fish this bait. And we're on the water uh, from, you know, April till the end of November. And we get a yeah. message in June, make me a mother of pearl. And it's like, well, we can't. Sorry. Yeah, we'll have it for springtime. Yeah. yeah. I'll have it for you when you're about to enter high school. Yeah. And, and uh, outside of the creepiness of that, if you rewind the podcast and and that was the two people that liked it were the daughters of yes Andy and Ava and Kara yeah. they loved it I liked it too it looked great that, that's like a big uh, walleye color isn't it Vance I think Wonder Bread's a walleye color and it's Wonder Bread yeah yeah Mother Wonder Bread Mother of Pearl and it's huge for the glide industry in the river systems that, that are uh, just south of us Guys that are throwing gliders. Yeah. Which yeah. is the same. It's, oh. it's white. And then that's why I made the white one with a black dot. Okay. Because that's, yeah. that's what Ohio shit. people are like. This is the. That's what it's got to be. End all be all. Yeah. Dead dying shad floating around up there. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the biggest reason that people have been, you know, kind of. I'm not going to say blocking, but there's been a lot more interest. I know I made a bunch more of the stingers. It's a great bait. I've caught a great fish when we were prototyping it, and I don't use it that much. It takes a little more finesse and time. Standing on the bank in the river is a perfect place to use it. Or in a boat when it's dead flat calm, when you're drifting with a two-mile-an-hour wind, and, or you know, 20-mile-an-hour wind, and you're drifting at a mile an hour, it, you don't cover much water with it. Uh, I think the biggest thing is, I mean, did you see the price of most gliders out there? Yes. I mean, it is like, let's take a boat loan. Let's take a boat the, loan. I mean, it's in, it's insane. You know, so maybe that's why. What what I should do is we should just add a zero to the back of the Stinger, and we'll yeah. have it come with a uh, a Pennsylvania title with it. I yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to go to a notary. Yeah. Uh, I know why they but got. Po- I know why they got popular. Um, yeah, and Todd. Yeah, Todd knows as well. And yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I can pick the specific day, and it was a hilarious day on the water. However, they've always been a very underrated bait in our arsenal, and we are very, mm-hmm. very raptor heavy, Todd and myself, and that's what mm-hmm. we pick up to throw. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope I threw a glider all last season. I, I I did early, you know, and and there was been many times over the past couple of years would be like stinger, stinger, you know, like we got one on the stinger. I'd say about a third of the time I was fishing, I was using one. Yeah, the one time I went, the one time you went for <laughs> yeah. ten casts. Uh, but it's an underrated bait. It's kind of Andy's baby. It is. It was my baby. You know, like uh, yeah. Um, I know you were always super, can... super proud of that thing. I loved it. Yeah, I can throw it. You know, but I just, you know, so many times I've handed someone's like, no, 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 you got to slow down, you know, situation is right for it, blah, blah, blah. And uh, 
it doesn't that's the, the body. it's the violin that's the glider you know you gotta you gotta be smooth with it that's what it, they're the toughest bait to learn how to how to run i think you gotta put some serious music to it but anyways we gotta get to work yeah we do yeah so all right everyone um Let's see. I want to thank Fatty Z Muskie Products, Muddy Creek Fishing Guides, St. Croix Rods, Vix Marine, Ranger Boats, Aqua Traction, and the Muskie Max Plus. Hope to see everyone down there this weekend, and uh, thanks for listening.